wrestling fans, and welcome to the internationally known Dudes at Ringside Podcast. And now, introducing your host for a combined weight of none of your business, it's Metal Geek and Joe Panther Third, the Dudes at Ringside That was perfect. <laughs> that wow. was perfect. That Welcome, was perfect. guys, to Dudes at Ringside Podcast. <laughs> Welcome, our guest, oh, Raina, the ring announcer. Welcome, <laughs> finally, we have you here. Yes. That, that was, was a very different intro, though. <laughs> that, was, that was something that Howard Finkel will be proud of. Yeah. What a great um. ring announcer. <laughs> me being, you knowing me being the, the little Fink boy. <laughs> that sounds horrible saying the Fink Boy, but you know, <laughs> going to the garden as a child, hearing his beautiful voice announce "Welcome to Madison Square Garden," it stuck to me in my mm. head. And when I first saw you on Instagram, I was like, "I feel like oh, no. <laughs> the female ring announcer. She's also a commentator." Yeah, <laughs> we could do this. Yeah. We could do this. And then Geek's like, all right, whatever, man. Because I'm the book. I was originally before Geek became the mod. I was I was just, I was mod by myself. I was booking all these people, sending that fun message that I send everybody. Hey, we're the East Coast International. You know, I came up with that whole spiel thing message that everybody would get for a while. Geek. Now Geek gets mad because I work in a grocery store. Mm-hmm. And it's. I love you, Keyboard, but there's no Wi-Fi, so I don't see anything that comes in. And he gets all these messages throughout the whole day working for oh uh, So I'm the one that's usually answering the messages during the day because he can't even answer them. So, so if um, it's like it's usually me that's answering the the during the day. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. That's why you guys tag it with, oh, this is Joe or this is Melody. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 was, I would think that someone's going to get mad at me. It's like, who are you calling a geek? I'm like, no, that's me. <laughs> we had a girl. We had a girl that was supposed to come on the Friday, two weeks. It was two weeks. Is it two weeks again now, geek, that I was, I was, I was at your at the geek, at the geek lab? I think so. I think it was yeah. three, three. I was coming over the Brooklyn Bridge. And messages started coming through because I didn't have anything. And then I got a stream of messages. I was messaging this girl. Then Geek started messaging her. She sent this message, Raina, that was like a mile long. Like she was angry girl ranting. Were you guys in trouble, actually? She's like, stop messaging me so much. You guys message too much. And then she's like, I don't want to do this. I'm not interested anymore. I'm done. I'm done. And she was supposed to come on the podcast that day. Oh, what did you guys end up doing then? Found someone else. Uh, (laughs) We found a guy actually from California. I don't know if you're ever familiar with the Thunder Wonder. The Thunder? No, actually. But maybe I will meet that person one of these days in the local He is so cool. He looks like something out of the Warriors. He's like this. He has a lightning bolt on his eye or something. On his face. Like uh, over his eye. Like Green geek? Is it green or is it orange? No, I think it's yellow. It's, I think it's like yeah. yellow. Wait, is it a tattoo or just like... Uh, no, like- it's pa- no, he painted on. He painted oh, on. Oh, okay, 
okay. Like, so, like, like in the Warriors, kind of. Like his, um, his whole outfit looks like something you would see literally out of the Warriors or out of some like 1980s Nintendo character, like a villain you see, like, I'm going to destroy you. <laughs> like, like, or something out of an anime. <laughs> it looks like something out of like one of those animes that you're like, that guy's about to cause some chaos. <laughs> like, oh no. Right. I don't know, Zone. So, what, um, if our fans are not familiar with you, even though you just awesomely gave us the intro, introduce yourself. <laughs> So my name is Rain, like the weather, and I am known in the uh, SoCal wrestling scene as Ringside Rain. And uh, I started as a backstage interviewer for Orange County Championship Wrestling. Um, And then for um, Venue Wrestling Entertainment, I was supposed to do the same thing, backstage interviewing. Um, But they canceled that segment. And um, the event was in Yuma, Arizona, which from where I used to live at that time, it was a four and a half hour drive. And so my husband and I got there and I was asking my promoter, hey, you know, so who am I going to interview? And he's like, oh, we changed plans. Then so I said, is there anything else that I can do? And then he said, well, we don't have a ring announcer. So I said, well, you know. In my head, I better find out now if I could do this or not so I can eliminate this option, right? <laughs> so I was like, hey, um, do you mind if I do it? If you don't like it, great. I will never do it again. And he had me ring announce the first match. And then I asked him, hey, are you cool if I keep going? He's like, yep. And then from then on, he just kept booking me as a ring announcer. And then uh, that's how it all started for uh, Ringside Rain. It's yeah. awesome. How, how did you get I know you just explained it, but how did you get your start in wrestling? Like, did you like uh, apply or uh, to go to school or? Uh... You talking about in the business? Yeah, in the business. Yeah. So in the so, I'm gonna backtrack to all the way back in 2019, and I um, had a YouTube page, and I knew I just wanted to work in the wrestling industry, and I had no clue how to get in the business. Um, so I started my YouTube page. I started uh, recapping WWE pay-per-views. It's more of a practice for myself. And in my head, well, you know, at some point I will meet someone and I can have my YouTube channel and show that person, hey, look, I can do these things. Uh, you know, I can talk about wrestling. I can be a manager. I had no ring announcing videos at that time because, like I said, it just happened by accident. So it was 2019. And then when a the pandemic happened, um, I found a an online wrestling class um, from Santino Brothers. It's a, a wrestling academy here in Southern California. And, you know, to me, it's like, well, I want to learn the business and like learn how characters are developed, storylines are developed. So I signed up for that. And that's how I started meeting um, people who actually work in the business. And there's this, I had a classmate who, um, referred me to my promoter at Orange County Championship Wrestling. Uh, his name's Kid Bandit. And he's like, hey, you know, reach out to, um, you know, the promoter of OCCW. Uh, he might have something for you. And so going back to that YouTube channel that where I started putting YouTube videos about wrestling, I was able to send that to that guy, to that promoter. And I said, hey, these are the things that I can do. And if you have a spot for me in your promotions, I would really appreciate it. And the rest was history. Did you? Yeah, you mentioned Santino Bros. Do you know someone named Hellman Rose Crown or? Uh... 
Yes, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. You're watching, probably watching right now. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he was actually on a podcast a couple he of weeks ago. Cool. He was walking he was, around he was outside, the, outside the school because he was doing some kind of work out there. We, we, he didn't tell us what he was doing, but he was working around outside. He's like, I can't bring you inside, but this is where it is, the door. And I was like, he's an he interesting was, character, that guy. He's, his tights remind me of like, like a Shawn Michaels. His, his, his moveset is like a Shawn Michaels meets like, I, I don't even know, like a cruiserweight. They said he's two different sides of him. It's a him and then there's the like dark side. And I'm just like. The war devil. The war devil. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, he sent me a message earlier today, and he said, "Hey, have fun." Tell him I said hi. Awesome. Hi yeah. to you. <laughs> and we also have we had uh, Maria Morea Moreno. Moreno. She went to the same school. Yeah, the Santino. I've not met her. I've seen her um, name popped up on some of the promotions, but yeah, uh, ever since I started in um, February of this year, I'm starting to meet more and more um, wrestlers and. Uh, announcers as well, um, promoters. So it's it's been a great blessing because I came from, I have no clue how to be in the business at all to now I go to a show and then I meet new people and I go to another show and I meet more people. So it's really cool. Mm -hmm. So would you ever, would you ever try to go like, come on, come to the East coast and try to, to announce, become an announcer? Oh my God. Hell yeah. I mean, Anyone who's out there, please invite me. You guys know how to reach me. Find me on Instagram Whoa. or like that. That's like to me, honestly, thanks. right now. Thanks, is thanks Maude. It's Mariah. 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 Yeah. She's um, a sweetheart. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. You have to meet her. She's a sweetheart. Oh, yeah. I hope I get a chance to meet her soon because I know she wrestles in the SoCal scene as well. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, as for me, like, I'm really open to um, any invitations because, like I said, um, I I'm still a rookie, um, and to me, it's like the more I love meeting people in the business. And same thing with this podcast. This is really amazing. Thank you guys for having me because it's like oh, I, no I I love meeting people who love wrestling because yeah. everyone's like really nice, you know. You know, me and me and Joe actually talk to promotions sometimes. So yeah, we're, we're, actually, we're, Geek's going to an event on Saturday. Is it this Saturday, Geek? This Saturday, yes. The it's NYWC. Saturday in New York. The promotion is yet the research, and they're really good. They're being Geek have been fans of them for fifteen years. Oh, wow, yeah, they're called so. the New York Wrestling Connection. Oh, they, nice. They have they've had wrestlers that have come through their doors of the likes of Zack Ryder. Kurt Hawkins, MJF, Geek Trump Um, you got Silver and Reynolds. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I've actually never been to New York, too, by the way. So that oh, would be cool. Yeah. Do you like pizza? Yes. All geek, all the scene. If you come to New York, we have to hang out and have some yummy New I, I guess we got to do the pizza party because all the wrestlers I, now. I keep pizza. saying this, Geek Rain. I keep, every time I bulb in my big fat Panther mouth about pizza, um, um, we're gonna have to have a, a, a bunch. We're gonna have to rent, me and Geek are gonna have to share the price and rent out all these tour buses full of wrestlers trying to find the best pizza place in New York City. 
Geek, open the wall. Get the credit card, Lance. You're going to have to like get the tour buses. Of course, we would have rain on the first tour bus with us with all the fun food samplers and going back and forth. And stuff. Then she'll be, she'll be announcing everybody. Coming off the bus now. That's true. <laughs> right? She's like, I don't want to. I'm like, no, I want to. I want to announce everybody. <laughs> Who wants some cheese pizza ready to go? Hot and ready. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> Do you like tacos too? Because I know California has lots of good tacos. Oh, yeah. Tacos, yeah. I love tacos. Oh, yeah. See, that's another. We talk about food. We talk about. Here is this is the dudes at ringside. Cecil, the things we talk about here, we, we like tell your stories. We like to talk about food. We like to talk about pets, and we like to talk about like movies, movies, movies. funny stuff, collections. Like, what do you collect? I we saw your chair, so we know you you have a SummerSlam seat. I'm jealous. Oh, wait. oh I'm jealous. That is so cool. That is cool. <laughs> this is SummerSlam. Wait, uh, I want to see 2009. Uh, it's my first SummerSlam ever um, in LA, and um, yeah, I'm hoping this is going to be my good luck chair for uh, this year's SummerSlam. Geek <laughs> and I like both. Oh, we weren't you? Were, Geek, were we at the same SummerSlam in Nassau Coliseum or no? O, o, o two, the one in O two. We, we both went SummerSlam O two separate. We didn't know each other yet, but okay. we were at the same Summer SummerSlam when The Rock faced Brock. And Sean returned. Yeah, and Sean returned, and I lost my ever-loving little panther brain. I like, <laughs> I lost my brain. Oh my god, Shawn Michaels is my homie. Like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to brag, but I mean, just because I was there, but I think that was the best SummerSlam ever. That was a good SummerSlam. The best SummerSlam ever by but far. Old school young me is about to kick. Why he's winding up to kick you in the leg because. Little Joe's SummerSlam 91 is like the SummerSlam that I go. That's like my go-to when I'm sad. Uh I go to my collection and SummerSlam. The first SummerSlam and SummerSlam 91. It it has a weird sentimental for me because SummerSlam 91, Virgil wins. Spoiler alert, Virgil wins the Intercontinental title. Oh, no. The Million Dollar Belt. After a struggling match, you think he's going to lose. And spoiler alert, Virgil wins the Million Dollar Belt. The best, I just got chills, the best intercontinental title match of all time. Mr. Perfect versus Bret the Hitman Hart. The Legion of Doom versus the Nasty Boys for the tag team titles. Even though the, the main event was a was a hot dumpster fire, it was the uh the core versus Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan. Yeah, it was that match that that was trash. I, I, I stopped the DVD just to go back to watch the 89 <laughs> match. I'm like, I know I, know I watched the wedding to, to cry and have him go, will you marry me, Elizabeth? I, I watched that little trailer thing, and I'm like that little boy with the glasses crying. Like, <laughs> yes, I got to make a video of myself watching the pre, watching the pump up for the, the, the match made in heaven. <laughs> You should do a TikTok video of that. I, I bet you it's going to be viral. Yes. I, actually, <laughs> I posted, I don't know if you follow us on TikTok yet. It's Dudes at Ringside Podcast. Check it out. I, I, made, a TikTok, I made a TikTok video. We're on yes. everything, actually, Joe. Joe. Just don't promote the TikTok. We're on everything. Follow us on everything. I got to <laughs> start getting clips, Geek. You got to start making clips from random episodes so I can post them on the TikTok. It looks like just me fuddling around making funny videos. 
I made a funny video with my boss, Junior, at, T- at, at Key Food yesterday. Don't forget to check out Key Food in Milford. We have delicious tacos on Tuesday and delicious sandwiches at the deli. We were joking about the Joe's Joe's tea. Ever have Joe's tea before? Joe's tea? No. Oh, it, maybe it's, 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 it's not in California yet. Um, okay. it, they have tea. They have lemonade. They have different peach tea. They have raspberry tea. And I'm Joe. So I was joking around, and I said, Junior, I had an idea for a, vi- a video. Junior's like, what's that? I said, I'm going to have the camera aimed to you and be- have my hand come around. Excuse me, sir. Can you help me find the best tea with the cool, the- with the cool name? So he goes, okay. So he follows yeah, I follow him. A camera follows him, follows him, follows him. And he turns, and he goes, all right, is this the best tea? So he turns the tea and aims it to the camera. That video on my Instagram page has... 4,000, I don't know how at the other end of it, 4,186 views within an hour. Within an hour, Rain. Awesome. I was like, and that has a hundred and something likes. I was like, I never get that many likes on my Instagram for anything. I'm like, I have to be like Trish Stratus to get that many likes on my video. That is awesome. Maybe it's because you created a really good video and a lot of people liked it. I was like, oh my God. People I don't even follow me were like, and I'm like, I'm scared. <laughs> this dude, who are you? But yeah, so, um, yeah, so we'll definitely, uh, Geeks going to the show, Scars and Stripes on Saturday. So do you we mind if you drop post- We got the poster right there. There it's you go. The that is the poster. Oh, I love the name. Yeah, it's a cool name. Poster is really nice, by the way. There's actually three. There's actually so, three posters. We got that one, this one, that one. So that's this Saturday. So. Oh wow! Nice. Mm-hmm. You can fly in early, geek. You and Geek and Mod Queen can go together. <laughs> I'll have to mail you overnight my red glasses. I don't know. It may mess up your eyes. <laughs> These aren't real glasses. They're stage glasses. They're stage glasses. When I we came up with the podcast, I'm like, I need a gimmick. I'm like, I use my grandpa's, my grandpa's thing. And I'm like, I need something on my face. I can't just wear my regular glasses. That you'll see a glare. So I got these glasses around Valentine's Day. And I looked in the camera and there was glare. So That's why you took the glasses and, off. Uh, and my mom's like, are you serious? You're going to hurt your eyes. You know, I'm like, mom, I'm not going to hurt my eyes. I only wear them for like an hour. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll 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 definitely he'll I'll tell Geek to mention you and tell him who about you and stuff like that because they sort of have a ring announcer but he doesn't. Ah, sorry, NYWC. The man doesn't seem like really like a ring announcer. He seems more like a commentator more than a ring announcer. You have like a real ring announcer feel to your way you call. Yeah. The way you say a name. I appreciate that. I yeah. watched, I showed my dad your TikToks this morning. The, I showed him Edge and I showed him your John Cena. And he was like, She's announcing you guys? And I was like, Yeah, he's like, yeah. Really? Cool. Well, that's big. That's big. You got, you're not doing your announcement or she's doing it. He's like, But she knows how you say it, right? And I'm like, Yeah. But you did you 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 almost did my. <laughs> did you must have watched some of our past episodes? Have did you? 
You know what's funny is that I haven't gotten a chance to because every time I would go to the page, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it right now, right now, right now. And then, like, I get sidetracked. I'm always – I'm that person. I'd have to do something. I think of something to do. And then next thing I know, I'm not doing it because I find something else to do. It's mm, okay. We literally, <laughs> we literally just moved into, um, like, our, our new house. And I kid you not, it took me a while to just, like, organize stuff. Because I'm like, I go to one room, all right, I'll do this. And I walk into another room to get something. And then I find something else to do there. And the next thing I know, I forgot to take care of what I need to do in the other room. It's it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. So, like, so what was your, like, what, do you have any stories from, like, um, announcing or the road, anything so far? Anything, any fun stories? Uh, you know... Fun stories. Well, I must say that um, I mostly stayed like in Southern California um, in terms of like working um, like my, my shows um, just because it kind of works out perfectly with my schedule. Um, I used to work, well, I still work on um, Saturdays and Fridays when I do shows. So I, it's hard for me to travel to another state unless I know ahead of time I'm doing it um, because if I'm just working, you know, if, if the event is here in California or at least like within, you know, Southern California, it's easier for me to drive right after work. Right. Um, but uh, the, the longest um, gig or, or the, the furthest gig I've done so far was the one in Yuma, Arizona, which was a four and a half hour drive. It was a fun road trip with my husband, but it was like a turnaround trip. Mm. And it was funny is that my husband, he's not a wrestling fan. <laughs> he loves, he loves um, UFC and he used to play rugby. I mean, he used to wrestle back in high school. But like, so he appreciates it. He's just not a wrestling fan. But I tell people he's the unsung hero of my wrestling career because he would go with me to events. Like basically he'll drive going, right? That way I'm mm. tired. And then coming back, I'm the one who's driving back. So this particular event in Yuma, Arizona, my very first event for VWE, Venue Wrestling Entertainment, brought my husband. He, he was going to Joe four and a half hours straight. Did the event. And then he's like, hey, is it okay if I, you know, drink beer? And I said, it's fine. I'm driving home anyway. Um, he did not just drink one beer. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, I see him. He's just like, yeah, he's just like having the time of his life. And at that time, I think that was the week after his uh, 40th birthday, too. So we didn't do anything you know, for his birthday because of the pandemic. So I was like, he's just having the time of his life. I mean, he, you know, turned to big 4-0. Now he's like, you know, at this event. So I remember just telling people. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. My husband is just like having fun. And they're like, no, it's okay. It's okay. Um, and on the drive back, he was literally just like still screaming like the wrestler's names. He rolled down the window and he's screaming like, Vito Fratelli. That's one of the wrestlers. And at, at that time, I was like, okay, like you need to like take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> but then at the same time, I couldn't help but laugh because I was like, Okay, he actually had a lot of fun, and it made the four and a half uh, drive home really interesting and funny, actually, because he would just randomly like joke around about stuff um, in general, not just from um, 
him like being, you know, having a lot of beers. Um, but I thought it was just like really funny how he kind of just like really let loose. And uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's one of the fun uh, funny stories that I have so far uh, in terms of uh, wrestling. Cool. Do you have any funny like in in ring stories or uh, in ring stories? Oh man! Like in character, like somebody was in character with you or uh, in the ring or something. Oh, so to me, um, when I first uh, started doing my in ring interviews, um, my promoter from Orange County Championship Wrestling, he does not want me to like let go of the microphone. He's like, do not ever let go of the microphone. So my first event, I was like, well, they grabbed the microphone from me. And then he's like, okay, I'm going to tell the guys to not do that. And then so I worked one event and um, one of the wrestlers that I was interviewing, he was like grabbing a microphone and I was holding on to it because <laughs> in my head, he already talked to them. So I was holding on to it. And he's like, Rain, do you mind? Can I have the microphone? And I was like, okay, here. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> awkward. It looks like we're fighting, you know, each other for the microphone. Um, but uh, yeah, then afterwards, uh, we just kind of like talked about it. I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. Like, you know, um, I thought I didn't have to let it go. And that's why I was holding on to the microphone. And- Your life. No. Yeah. <laughs> There's <laughs> my job. <I'm> gone. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's funny how, you know, especially the heels, um, and, and this goes to everyone that I've worked with um, who has like a heel character. Um, I love how, you know, while we're in the ring, it's like they, um, when they act mad towards me or like grab the microphone and it's like, I get really scared. It wasn't even like, it's not even an act of like <gasps> scared. It's more of like, okay, you are really scary right now. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> it's me giving him the microphone. Yeah, take this. Yeah, take my money. That's it. Yeah, there's just one time there was a brawl that happened. Um, I think while I was interviewing someone. Yeah, I was interviewing um, a wrestler, and uh, his name's Freddie um, Helmuth. I was interviewing him, and then you know when someone's standing right behind you, and you just like, oh, there's. That's nothing, whatever. And then, like, next thing I know, he gets, like, attacked from behind. And I didn't know of this. So I was like, I think this was at my first event. So in my head, um, so what do I do right now? <laughs> and so I just kind of, like, did the whole, you know, I kind of run to the corner. And I found, like, my opening to leave the ring. But I remember um, right after that, um, like, in my head, I was like, Okay, that's scary, but that was really cool because, like, I was a part of that act where he got attacked and I was just, like, you know, in the ring trying to interview him and he got attacked. So, and my husband's like, did you not know that? I was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) That's like, that's the best part of wrestling. As Geek always says, wrestling, that's why Geek, you, you tell the story, you're the. This is your story more than it's mine. It's best Keep. not to know. It's best to just enjoy it. Like you talk about, like being like being surprised, right? Yeah, because yeah. you always say this is why he says this is why I like movies because you never know, like like watching movies, you never know what's gonna happen till it happens. 
Mm-hmm. You don't want to know the big surprise. You just want to go there and enjoy it as a fan and be there and be surprised, you know? I hate when people spoil things on the internet. That really like the first time I saw Ghostbusters, that the first time you hear that big loud thud, and then you hear Egon go, "Look!" I could and when that stupid line Ray says, "I, Are you I a thought God? It was the most thing I ever thought, Mister uh, Mister Stapoff, we roasted marshmallows at the Camp Wakanda." <laughs> like. <laughs> That's in there. <laughs> that, was a, that was actually a great line, actually. And then the, you know, that's real camp near in, in upstate New York. I felt so stupid as a teen. I was like, "Is that actually weird? my brother? My brother actually went to Camp Laconda. I felt so bad, and every Ghostbuster <laughs> did like the army thing, ripping my patches off my shirt <laughs> as I say that. You didn't know that camp is real, Joe. Line it up. Do do do. Actually, the best line in the movie is "Are you a god?" Me and here we go. When I was training geek, in this is how we met. Me and geek, we met doing radio. You know, our friend, which knows how to do like audio and video, he made us a promo that was typical me. It was, it was a Ghostbusters tied up with our our show. It was, are you a God and guess got Lance the Mr. Geeky to say no, no, and then he jumped his. I said, You gotta make it have the typical nerd jumping up and saying a line. So he's like, What do you want me to say? And I said, Oh, I got it. He's like, What he say? This is the best part. He <laughs> said, and he made his voice go up like 10 octaves with the nasally voice. This is the best part. And then you hear then die. <laughs> if I can find that audio on a tape somewhere, I'll record it on my phone and send it to you through Instagram. It is so yeah. it, it, if I find it, Raina, I'll send it to you on, on Instagram. It's so funny. Yeah. That's how me and Geeky met. We met doing radio and they were like, he needs the somebody to train him. Joe, can you train him? I'm just like, why me? They're like, you're so good at it. You have that. Like my show was like dry humor. I learned from the best from radio. I learned by listening to Elvis Duran and the Z Morning Zoo. Mm. That yeah, you're West Coast, so you may not know Elvis Duran. No. Oh, I also learned from the the bad, the king of the bad boys, Howard Howard Stern. I learned. Uh. <laughs> I learned from the. I learned the goofy Joe. <laughs> you know how I do my thing in the intro. I would move around. Howard Stern was always, you know, joking around, moving around when he was younger. Rocky Weatherman. Yeah, Rocky Weatherman. <laughs> and Geek, Geek Geek, was like the quiet guy in the corner, and I'd be talking on the mic and joking, and Geek's just like, can you talk about wrestling now? Can you talk about wrestling now? And he was, I think he even, I think he, your name, his name on the show, I think it was like Metal something, right? Yeah. Wasn't it something else? Something. Yeah. yeah. He's like, can I talk about wrestling now, Joe? Yes. It's not Joe, it's Wolf. Don't call me by my real name. So me and Geek were taught we would play like a metal countdown. Me and him would pick different metal songs every week. And right after the countdown, we would break down Raws and SmackDowns. Mm. And then Geeky started doing this. <laughs> he started hitting me. We 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 like we were 
debating on doing a podcast, he would come at me like frozen. Do you want to start a podcast? I mean, <laughs> yeah, it was like frozen. It was like frozen every time. We were talking about something, and he'd blurp in like he always does. Typical heel, interrupt us. Do you want to start a podcast? I could be talking about, oh, man, that Alexa Bliss. What a cutie. Such a cutie. She's so funny in those blue eyes. You want to start a podcast? Really? <laughs> Interrupting me? Heel. See, this is we're like a heel face podcast. <laughs> see, how mean, see how mean he is on the podcast? He's like, I'm the heel of the show, but he's the one doing all the heel tactics, though. He's, so mean. <laughs> he's the one doing the heel tactics. He's mean to poor geek right here. Everybody always the violins. Joe's the bully of the show is what he is. Geek, Green, <laughs> you see geek, you see this? You know what this is? The world's smallest violin and saying, My heart bleeds for you. The world bleeds for you now. They they cry for you every time I'm mean to you. You see how I'm if you know old school, everybody says that it's that I'm gonna do the Shawn Michaels to him. The, the barbershop window <laughs> and walk off and pull off the pull and rip the as land as geek would say pull the sticker off the wall <laughs> it's like we had this is our child i can't walk away now i'm stuck <laughs> it's like this is your child now and like <laughs> the world knows i'm a bad boy but they, I, I really play the good guy role <laughs> I'm the Shawn Michaels. I'm the boy toy before he was the heartbreak kid. I was the boy toy. I'm the boy toy of the show. That's like, yes. I, well, with me, geek, geek. Oh, if you know some of our story with my grandfather being the professional wrestler and then pandemic, I'm looking through the internet. My dad says, oh, you have, but we found out you have more, you have two other wrestlers in your family. And I'm just like, Really? They're like, yeah. His name is Pete Sanchez. So I'm like, he he was he was a jobber back in those days, but he pretty much faced all the Golden Era Hall of Famers. That freaked me. That made me go, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. John Lee was on my side. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. My lip, my family are jobbers in wrestling. That's not good. I should not be saying I'm a jobber. <laughs> I'm a jo- I'm a jobber. Oh, I'm a jobber. <laughs> Hashtag jobber. Yay. But my grandfather, he was a heel back in those days, the 50s and 60s. So back in those days, he's Latino. And I said this to my dad and my grandmother this morning. Back in the day, the heels... The Latinos and the Asians, like different the cultures, they played the heel characters. Mm-hmm. Unless you were like a really big face, then you were a heel or a face. But a lot of the Latinos and the Samoans and the Asian characters, they all played the heels. Did you notice that? Um, for the 80s wrestling, uh, whenever I watch documentaries, that's what I kind of notice, actually. Yeah, that kind of made me like my blood boil watching. But it's funny, like only the certain characters, the certain, like black or Asian, were the good guys. Like, um, that's some of them. It's just like, I said to my dad, and he's like, wow, you're right. And I was like, duh. 
That's why, like, I would mention my grandma, my grandfather, but then I would have to bite my lip when they would be like, "So was he a good guy?" And I'm like, oh. <laughs> "Not in particularly." But Geek always gets mad at me. He gets so mad at me. He goes, "Your grandfather would be mad, Joe." I'm like, why? My name is known all over the world. He, he, people would say, "Wow, you're t- telling people about your grandfather's history online." But he said, like, "Keep me mad. You're a good guy." But not when I give you an attitude and I'm mean to you. <laughs> He'd be like, "Good to go." <laughs> you know? And then I find out about Pete Sanchez. And then my dad's like, "There's another one. It was your uncle's godfather." And I'm just like. It's like, what's that from um, Scary Movies? And there's another one. <laughs> like, whatever the guy says. Uh, well, one of the um, Wayne's brothers. One of the Wayne's brothers, the guy says, and look, there's another one, whatever he says. I find out my uncle's godfather was a wrestler, Frank Martinez, the Blue Demon. Mm-hmm. And he wrestled around the same time as my grandfather. He didn't wrestle as long. I looked it up. He wasn't in the business that long. Because wrestling oh. takes a real toll on your body back in those days there was no time to rest you were like always scoring you know? yeah it was go 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 like but um and my cousin my aunt or whatever my my dad's side you know how the people that go backstage they'll say okay i need tights that look like this or a jacket she would make all them all the stuff for the wrestlers she was like the sewer she would sew mm-hmm. things so yeah that was my fun my fun wrestling uh, stories and geek your turn. <laughs> Do you have any advice that you would like to give to um, like future ring announcers or, or people that are following your footsteps? You know, for me, um, I want to say like advice in general who wants to pursue their dreams, whether it be wrestling or something else. Um, we all have to start from somewhere. And I remember for me, you know, this is my dream, God, like, what, 10 years ago? And I just never knew how I would fit in in the industry. Um, I knew I wasn't athletic, so I was like, um, yeah, I can't be a wrestler. <laughs> um, so to me, I just kind of kept thinking, okay, well, but why do I have this dream that I want to work in the wrestling business? Why is that dream in my heart? And I just never really solved the problem or, or the question. I never really answered the question until, you know, I started um, recording my videos back in 2019. That's all wrestling related. Um, to me, it's like, you, you know, you can't start at the top right away. And I know it's great to think, you know, you want, like for me, I want to make it to, you know, WWE, right. Um, but you can't just be there right away. You have to start somewhere, basically build up your resume and also build up your, 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 um, your skills. And every step, like for me, every video, every, um, every show, every little thing that I do with regards to wrestling is, is a step for me to make it to where I want to be. And I think that is something that everyone should keep, you know, in mind of that, yes, we all have that one big goal that we want. We all have that one dream that we want, but we should also be welcome to take those baby steps because without those, you can't really build a strong foundation when you make it to that big level that you want. Um, you know, I, and for me personally, 
Um, I remember my first event back in February for Orange County Championship Wrestling. Um, the plan was I was going to interview the wrestlers ringside, like not in the ring. Mm-hmm. And my promoter said, hey, um, yeah, you're doing the interviews inside the ring. And I was like, wait, what? Like in front of these people? And mind you, around that time, it was still, you know, I mean, we're still in the pandemic. But that's At that time, there were less people. But I remember thinking in my head, well, you want to make it to a level where and there's thousands of people looking at you. So if you can't be at your best, if you can't perform at your best with 10 seats, you know, and 10 people looking at you, don't even try to like, you know, just stop right now. Cause that's the goal to perform in front of a lot of people. So, um, I was being hard on myself uh, that day because I knew I, I, it was my first event and I was really nervous. I wanted it to be perfect. And I just learned that, you know, again, going back to my point earlier, every show, every opportunity that you get to practice that craft that you have, which to me, um, this is what I can offer in the industry, ring announcing, interviewing wrestlers, interviewing promoters, um, you know, Every time I do that, I get that opportunity. It's a practice for me to be better. And, and I hope everyone, I, I know it's um, it's uh, it's a lot of work to work these, to work on these events. Um, I don't know how, I mean, I don't wrestle and I get tired. And mm-hmm. I work with guys and, 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 and women who they wrestle on a Friday night, they wrestle again Saturday, and then they go to work Sunday. In my head, how are you guys doing these? That's a lot of work because you not only you travel around Southern California, you put your bodies on the line and then you have to go to work. So that's a part of the process of, of achieving your dream. And, you know, it's basically no pain, no gain. And any avenue, any dream that we want to accomplish, whether it be you know, professional wrestling or, you know, maybe you want to be an actor or a chef or you got to start somewhere, basically. Yeah. Like, as I said, me and Geek started out on radio, and now look at us—we're we're known all the way. You'll be you—he's uh, not in the chat today, but we have a wrestler that always comes in our chat from London, England. Oh, His that's nice. Riley Measures. Yeah. Why? Wow, he's like Beetlejuice. He's watched well, like five segments later. He, he, like, in five minutes, he'll pop up somewhere. Hey guys. Hold <laughs> on, like you heard, he's like I heard you, you little, you little midget Joe. I'm gonna step on you like cockroach. <laughs> we we are like connected to quite a few different promotions, as we said off the air before. NYWC is one that's like our family because at the end of that show, I young young Joe and young with braces geek was jumping up and down. Going, we did it, we did. They're hugging us. The wrestlers were hugging us, Raina. That is something I thought I thought in my wildest dreams I wouldn't would be embracing wrestlers and they're asking what did you watch? Yeah. And in my head I'm like, what do I lie? When we got to the NYWC show that night, that, that morning, I was telling Geek, gotta be early. He's like, Why? I'm like, we have to be the first ones online because these people are gonna be looking for us. And he's like, yo, Joe, you have a pair of red glasses on your T-shirt. Like, 
I had my glasses. I had my real glasses on that day because I were used probably seeing pictures. I wear real real glasses. I had these on my shirt, and I kept flipping back and forth, back and forth. I'm like thinking. I hear my mom's voice. You're gonna open your eyes. <laughs> and I was like, I put them on, and these people are talking to us. And the girl we know, and the is other dude come around the corner. They see us, and I'm like, oh, hey, Izzy, and she's standing there behind him, like. The half smirk, and the guy goes, "You, you two, come with us." Now, Lance Geek, as you can tell, is a certain complexion, like an olive, like normal, like khaki colored. Geek's skin color went to the color of your wall behind you. He went white. <laughs> he went. He's not the troublemaker. I am not a troublemaker either, but I'm a goofy person that would get in trouble for something dumb, doing something stupid. His, I didn't get nervous. I just went, guess we're going to get beat up now. <laughs> and, I fight. and I had to defend myself. My friends, my friends taught me how to take a sleeper hold and take a, take, take a bump if I have to. Geek's face went white. I mean, I saw his heart go from like where it went to up here. I could see his throat get really big. He was like, Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. He's looking at me like, Oh my God. Oh my God. I can, I can practically You're see. such a liar, dude. He's such the biggest liar ever. <laughs> he was he, so likes to, he likes to tell the stories. <laughs> The biggest I, right. I can see the nervousness in his body because I've known I've known this guy since he, he was likes in to tell the biggest stories. Man. I no, you you if I took a picture of your face when they called, they said you 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 two come with us. Your face was the color of my screen, my background screen right now. Your face was so white geek that I should made a picture. I should made a TikTok. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, no 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 no! It's like oh, I'm just like. If we're about to get banned from the promotion we've known for 15 years because we're talking to their wrestlers on Instagram, dropping DMs, sliding in the DMs like, why, yeah. <laughs> That's horrible. Never say that again, Joe, on the podcast. <laughs> but they're like, you two, okay, $20 each of you. And just sit wherever you – no one by the ring yet at all. Empty. The ring's empty outdoors. And he's like, you just sit where you want. And then what Geek's favorite thing of the whole thing, what is your favorite thing he said? What? Geek, what was the favorite your favorite thing he said that you keep saying? You say you said it as of yesterday, you said it as a joke. No funny business. Yeah. <laughs> he told us no funny no videos and no funny business. That got in Geek's head. I mean, he was saying that after the show, like three days later. No funny business. So I'm like, we get we get there, we're settling in, and Geek's like, I'm like, I'm like, Geek, where do we where, where should we sit? Because we have the whole arena to ourselves. Mm-hmm. No one there yet. Except no they, they they we were we were still watching wrestlers do like the prep. They were like, I'm gonna do this and you do that. And I'm just like, Geek, I'm I'm oh I, I, we were not in on the podcast. I was like, Lance, can should I be seeing that? Should I just be seeing the guys doing the? Oh, you're gonna do that. 
and I'm going to do this. And he's like, don't look then. I'm like, what do I look at the ring? <laughs> like, I felt like I was a kid in trouble. Like, that I'm not in trouble. Just stare. Do I stare at the ring? Should I stare at the wrestlers? Should I, should I stare away? Like, do I look at them as they're practicing in their street gear, pushing each Because we got there so early, Rena, that we watched the wrestlers. This is something that I thought I'd never see in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Wrestlers actually setting up seats. Oh, okay. And helping them set up the ring. Mm-hmm. No, that there's this pop. Oh, you just well, you did it so fast. That was that was that was our friend. Uh, that was pop. That was pop a metal. That was <laughs> pop a metal. You, that you just popped in and out of. That's not. Oh, for me. Hi. No. It's pop a metal. It's geek's dad. Yeah. Mm, like, Welcome to the show. <laughs> he's yes. That 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 blew my mind. I knew wrestler indie wrestlers helped set up the promotions when they used to have people, but watching wrestlers set up an arena, I think that is the coolest thing because they're ones doing the action, mm-hmm. but they're also helping. They're doing, yeah. they're they're, put, they're paying their dues and yeah. everything. So yeah, you're right with that. Yeah, they're paying their dues, and you know. Um, for um, me, um, you know, I remember at my first event, right after my first event, I saw everyone, you know, helping up with like cleaning up. And so my husband and I joined the guys uh, cleaning up and, you know, taking the ring down. And, you know, for every event that I went to, um, the guys would set up the ring, set up the chairs. And after the show, you know, we'd all like clean up. And it's it's a part of the show basically um, not part of the show that people see, but basically part of the event. Um, it's paying your dues. It's a humbling experience, but at the same time, I think it's also where everyone just kind of feels like bonded to at the same time, because we all, you know, we all want that. We all have that goal of like making it, you know, somewhere um, in the wrestling industry. And I think being able to help each other out in terms of setting up. It's it's definitely a humbling experience and it keeps everyone grounded, you know, because it's like you're not that big of a star to not like help out, you know. Yeah. It's like um you're like, I'm the ring announcer. I don't do that stuff. I just say the name <laughs> that's all I do. No, ma'am, no Raina, here, take take these three row of chairs, but I'm the <laughs> <laughs> no, what's funny is that um, I would, you know, after the event, you know, I would help out the guys and they're like, you don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. And I'm like, I'll find something. I know I can't like, you know, help with like taking the ring down, but I can help out with chairs. I find like something that I can help them with, like something that I could, you know, carry at least <laughs> or take down lights or something, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, I was a part of the show, you know, I'm not going to leave the pony, you know. Um, you know, we're all one group and we all, you know, like I said, want to achieve the best show possible. And yeah, it's, uh, to me, it's, um, I don't want to say brotherhood, but it's, uh, I'm trying to think of the best term for it, but, um, family, family. There you go. Yes. Yes. There you go. Oh God. Before our mod's head explodes, do you have any pets? I do, um, but he is actually in our living room, and he would freak out if I bring him. I do have a picture of him. So, well, there's two of them here, right? Oh, birdies! Well, this is this is this is Popo right here. That's the one in the living room. Toto passed away last year. 
um, this is the one. Oh, have- don't act like Marks. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so that's the guy that we have. He's still kind of freaked out because we're in a new place. So he's still like, he usually, he usually comes out of the cage and flies around. But right now he's still freaked out because we literally just moved here like last week. So, <laughs> so it's still new for him. So he's like freaked out. He's just like, you know, he just wants to be in the cage. But yeah, it's a parakeet. Popo is Popo is turning seven this year. Yeah, parakeet. My um, our friend um, she she just got two two new parakeets. Uh, oh. They're they're so adorable. Um, Ernie and Bert, they're so cute. Oh my god, they sit on oh my friend, god. Ernie and Bert. They sit on our friend's head and like they just sing and they tweet and they they're so cute. Oh, yeah, I love parakeets. They're so friendly and they're very territorial too. Um, I actually, Popo actually hated my husband. <laughs> oh, when moved, yeah, when I moved in with my husband last year, he did not like, he would bite him. He just did not like him at all. And then he realized, all right, this guy's going to be in our lives like forever. So <laughs> might as well be nice to him so he could give me some treats. <laughs> So do you collect anything? I do actually. And here, let me actually, hang on. I'm going to turn on the light and then bring my laptop. Sorry, we just moved here and I know I keep saying that. So place, but do you guys see it? Oops. Ooh. I'm not the best. Oh, Hello Kitty. I love Hello Kitty. Aww. Um, so yeah, so it's all Hello Kitty, do, 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 do. and then I have my Funko Pops right there. Of it's so cool, I love Batista. Funko Pops. Oh wow, Stone Cold. This <laughs> is a Batista. A Batista. I look like Stone Cold at first. You met Batista, right? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Yes, I met well, Batista. Story time. Multiple times <laughs> actually, and if I find the picture. That he signed for me. Actually, I do have it. Hang on. I have it right here. This is what happens when you move. You find random things that you actually have. Um, let's see. So wrap, wrap in bubble wrap. Oh, wow. <laughs> Got to keep it safe, guys. Got to keep it safe. We're down to a few boxes to unpack. So that's good. It's like Christmas. It's like Christmas morning for you. Like, oh no, this is John Cena. But um, oh, you met Cena? Yeah, I met John Cena, and uh, this one's from 2007. Actually, when I first moved to the United States. Um, oh wow! Yeah, I was actually born was in the Philippines. So, um, yeah, so I met him in uh, Las Vegas at a uh, Mr. Olympia event, um, and he was there. Um, to sign autographs, and this one's Batista right here. This one's Dave Batista. Wow, that's a young Batista right there. That's like was like two thousand. This one's two thousand and seven as well. Yeah, I was like torn the face because he had they still had that baby yeah. face like. Deacon Batista. That's when John Cena and Batista are both the future of the company. Yes. Yeah. Right? And then, yeah. There's same year. Yes. 
same event. Speaking of that era, did you ever get a chance to meet Eddie? No. Oh, wow. Okay. I've only met, um, well, with Batista, I met him when I was in the Philippines, right before I, I moved to the U.S. in 2006. That's the first time I met Batista. And then uh, 2007, I met him again. And um, 2008, they had the same event, Mr. Olympia. That's why those pictures are signed, because I went back to the event with those pictures printed out. And a cool thing about that event is that when I, when I uh, saw Dave Batista, so basically in 2007, when I met him the second time, I said, oh, my God, Dave, do you remember me? Like, I, we met last year in the Philippines. Like, in my head, of course, this guy's going to remember me. He met me last year. Yeah. But, you know, these guys meet a lot of people. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so to me, I was just like, of course, he's going to remember me. No. So I asked him, I was like, you know, do you remember me? And he's like, no, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't. And I was like, it's OK. It's OK. Whatever. 2008, I was walking up to his table. He stops me and he's like, wait a second. He's like, I remember you. And I just flipped out. I marked out. I was drilled like, out. <laughs> oh my God. He actually remembers me. Um, but yeah, and then uh, that was the, I want to say the last time I met him or saw him in person. Yeah. But um, that's a cool story that I have with the Batista. Uh, really nice guy. And um, yeah, John Cena is really nice too. Um, I met like other wrestlers at different like fan events. Um, you know how like they do fan access for um, WrestleMania. Um, so yeah, I met like other, you know, WWE wrestlers who would go to the fan access and you do autograph signing. So it's, it's really cool to um, participate in those kinds of events because you get to see these, especially the heels, you know, when you meet them in person and they're actually nice. It's kind of weird. It's like, I met, yeah. Yeah. I met Test um, before WrestleMania, WrestleMania 20, and he was with Matt Hardy. And I think that was about the time I think Test was a heel. Mm. And I told Test how much I love Lita. And he's like, you realize that he's with Matt Hardy. Is, you realize he's with Lita. That's his real girlfriend. And I was just like stupid me like i i love lita and i was like oh my god i love her she's like my favorite she's so cool i love the rocker style on her and he was just like eh. test's face was priceless it was like this hello my name is <laughs> he was looking at me like you realize that's his real girlfriend right <laughs> you, matt this guy's talking about your girlfriend. He goes, this is when he was like the V1. He was like, uh, seems like a good guy. I don't know. And after WrestleMania 20, we're all leaving. I'm all still amped from the win. I have half a voice. My friend's like, dude, look, Matt and Lita, because they had those glass windows outside the garden where the wrestlers are leaving. And I see Matt and I'm like, and he, Lita's walking out with her bag, and he goes, and, she, and she's walking, and he taps her on the back, and she's like, and he goes, I can't get through the glass. And she looks in, she goes, 
looks at him and just grabs the bag and just kept. She just goes, and then she just darts out the door, wherever that uh, they uh, leave, leave the garden. Mm-hmm. I was just like, didn't get a chance to like talk to her or give her a hug or anything, but it was a glass in front of me, so it was like the you know like the see through glass, like that you can't hear, but almost like I call it the bulletproof glass. But at least I got a reaction out of Lita. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. She'll never remember that because Lita and she probably has actually, thousands of messages a day. Actually, um, uh, there's some actual wrestlers that are nothing like their character at all. I hate to say, I hate to say, like they're like super nice. Like you have no idea how super nice they are. Like, like one of the heels that me and Joe know. Like the super nicest guy we, we like ever know. He's like helping us out, getting wrestlers for our podcast. We're not gonna Yeah, yeah. Like you never think like and the whole podcast he was making fun of us the whole show. Oh god, the whole time. <laughs> the <laughs> whole time on me. Oh Joe, you bring nothing. You just sucker. And I'm just like, Oh, fella Chucka, eh? No, you know what I'm talking about, Joe, right? Oh yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Uh, he, he's gonna hate. He's gonna hate us if I drop his name, though. <laughs> but, uh, but Chad, right? He's a wrestler out of Massachusetts. His name is Chad Epic. Chad Epic. What an epic yeah. name! Yeah. Oh my gosh, the man! If if there's a big tall heel, he would he he would slide right into the. The, the, the uh, manager being the manager, he would take. He'd be. He's like, if Bobby the Brain Heenan had long hair and a long beard, the man could talk. Like he knows how to. He can talk his way. Most people say. Most people they say someone can't talk their way out of a, a plastic bag, mm-hmm. paper bag. He could talk his way out and down the street. He's perfect, and he just wants to manage these giant, these like mammoth of Andre the Giant size men. And he's like short, but he like he dresses like like he's the boss, like like Don that suit, and uh, he is he's cool. He's such a nice guy. He was making fun of us the whole show, though. Oh, whole show. and then <laughs> we had a birthday show. See, this is before we knew you, Raina. We could have had you come on the on panel too for Geek's birthday. Oh, when was it? Oh, it was July like 1st. when was it? Geek? When was July first. July first. July first. Yeah. Belated happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Next year we'll have an, we'll have we'll we'll do a redo and we'll have you come on panel for Geek's birthday. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to remember Geek and other guests add to the party. <laughs> Yeah. That, that's if she's not ring announcing that day. Oh yeah, because that day is it a Saturday? Yeah, on that right. day, it's near July fourth. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I just I just noticed the comments here. Uh, where is it? I saw something about oh, ever so spiffy. I think we we said that already. We went through. There's no way, I love Hello Kitty too, and we also have Funko Pop. So yeah, yeah, they have tons of that. Oh my gosh, they have um. What CM Punk Geek has at his house? Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Star Wars ones. I have one of two. Walking Dead ones. He's Walking Dead. I have two. I have Egon Spangler up here above my 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 clothing shelf, and I have Zack Ryder, which I have a story. With typical me, that's my 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 life. The story, (laughs) writer. 
Me and Geek have been fan of NYWC 15 years, as I've said, like multiple times. I met Kurt Hawkins and Zach Ryder at an NYWC event. I took a picture with them doing the, the, elbow, the point, and they pointed at me. My dream is to meet them again. Oh, okay. We have them autograph the picture or just even take the picture with me. And I could do the video that I'm just a kid and have me do the, have like the picture of uh, me and that, me and them like do this in the picture and then have them do the reaction pose. Mm. Yes. And I, for my, because my friend knows how much Zack Ryder means to me because I've met him and, you know, they were cool with me. So my friend got me that for my birthday. That's nice. That is really nice. My friends, you're not going to open it right. And I'm like, you serious? I'm not going to open that. I would never open that. If there's a hot, God forbid, that fired my house, that's the only, I would grab my proton pack and I grab my pop of, of Zach and my, I'd be short Joe trying to get my Egon off the top shelf. No, Egon, you're not getting burned. You're coming with me. <laughs> and my, my mom. No, Jake would grab, Grieve could grab everything in the house before. <laughs> He runs out. He would leave Geek in the apartment on fire. Oh my god! I gotta grab this. I gotta grab that. Geek's like, "What? What about me? Aren't you gonna help me out?" Well, whack it out. What? <laughs> there goes Geek. Be like, <laughs> as I would tell you, Geek goes. I got it. Before he goes, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna run and what? Write down the password. Write down the password. Write down the password. That's our running joke on the podcast. Geek dies before me. Write down the password for all the stuff on the computer. So I, I do the interviews still. So we could do the interviews. Yes. Yeah, so, so who was the you you you, uh, you you do your commentary stuff? So who is the hardest person you've ever had to interview? Like backstage, like like out of all the heels. Out of all the heels, hardest person to interview with. Uh, whew. I, you know what? I can't really, I don't know. I can't think of anyone, to be honest with you. The only thing that I found hard was the battle for the microphone. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, just because, you know, like I said earlier, I meet new people, like, at every event that I do. And so sometimes, you know, you have a batch of wrestlers who know of that protocol, like, hey, you know, don't take your microphone away from her. And then you get like a new person and then in their minds, oh, I can take the microphone from her, you know. And so that kind of makes it hard because it makes it look awkward. Like you're in the ring and you're like, I'm holding the microphone and it's like, please do not take this microphone away from me. Um, but yeah, as far as... Um, having a hard time interviewing someone, I, I can't think of anyone to be honest with you because I feel like everyone, once they're in that moment, they get into their characters and they just, they just become a different person. Like I've done second takes with people in terms of like, you know, when we're taping um, like promo interviews, for, for example. But, um, you know, as far as, um, just actually having a hard time interviewing someone. I don't know. I can't think of anyone. To be honest with you, everyone seems to be. Well, everyone's a pro, basically. Mm. Yeah, there's there's so many different little like things. Um, but when you 
your trip is like, don't kill off my geek. I can't live without him. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear I can hear her going, No, you can't go. I love you, baby. You never gave me the wedding ring. Where is it? What is this? Beep. No, Danielle, that's not a wedding ring. That's the clip that keeps the the beeping going. Oh, dang it. <laughs> that Long Island accent. She didn't say stop. She says stop. So she, if you see S-T-A-P, that's Danielle doing the New York Long Island stop. It's not stop. It's T-O-P. Like, like the, when you try to say spell a word and it's all red, it oh. always comes up stab. Oh. So instead of stop, it's stab. It's like, you like her stab being so cute, stab. <laughs> Even my Siri would, like, Siri, read my my my, my reading stinks. I like read my text message. Mod Queen says, "Stop <laughs> being too cute." You like her, don't you? Yes, I do. <laughs> Here's a girl I have. I I'm trying to work my way back in with. You know, I have to start all over again, Mario Brothers style. <laughs> <laughs> Love connection. <laughs> So what's your what's your favorite movies that you enjoy? Favorite movies? Um, yeah. I'm horrible with movies, to be honest. Oh, with you. Love good. Seen, well, well, well. Yeah, I've I'm, never seen Star Wars, by the way. Really? Yeah. Well, you know. Okay, so I guess like for me, growing up in the Philippines, it's you know I've seen movies there, but obviously the movies from the Philippines. Yeah. Um, and I moved here in 2007, and um, so some movies that, you know, people talk about, it's just like, to me, it's like, I'm barely like watching, you know, things or movies that, you know, were popular back in the nineties. You know, I finally saw like the first Borat. Um, oh, <laughs> I love that sequel. That that was was so cool. No, the first one. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. So I saw, I think I saw the second one before Oh, no, no, I think we watched the first one because my husband's like, no, you have to watch the first one before you watch the second one. Um, but in terms of like movies, I normally watch um, those like suspense movies, um, like something that I'm not a big fan of like horror movies because to me, I like the ones that kind of like play tricks in your mind. Mm. Um, an example would be a really old movie would be um, Ghost. Uh, it's so old, right? It's such a really old movie, but um, it's that's one thing that pops in my head, right? and it kind of like plays a trick in your mind as to you know how the story goes, um, or, or um, something like Gone Girl. I heard also. that one. Um, but yeah, something about crime and in suspense. It's uh, it's so out of my personality. But <laughs> But it's like, yeah, to me, it's like, because it takes me into a different zone, basically, we're in. I'm just trying to figure out what's going on here. What is going on? So. So have you ever had to do commentary in a different language? No. Like, like in a different language? No. Um, no. Oh, yeah. Hi, it. <laughs> 
Yes, there is a hundred percent chance of rain right now here on Dudes at Ringside Podcast. <laughs> this is the second. You're the second wrestler with the name Rain. We have one that's coming back on the podcast, and the, se- and the second time it's actually raining today. Yes, really. When, okay. when we had somebody named Rain on our podcast, it was raining. She's from oh. Scotland, geek. She's from Scotland, right? It's, but her, she spells it A no R A Y H A N E or something like that. Okay. Okay. So, she's got a little mad at me because I, when we get these wrestlers, I always look on their profile to see like time difference. A lot of them put British wrestler. She didn't have it. So in the promos I make, I put the flags. Then she's like, "Why did you use the British flag?" And I was like, "Uh, I." I thought you were British. She's like, I am Scottish. <laughs> Once again, the Panther's heart just went done. <laughs> Rip out of my body. Got to sit down and get it back to the spot to jump up and down, make it go back in its spot. I felt like an idiot. And I make all these cool posters with the pictures, and sometimes I make the videos, as you saw, I made you your fun video with the Welcome to the Jungle. I just, I felt so bad that I used a different, the wrong flag. My dad's like, oh my god, the Scottish and the British don't get along. You're gonna get in trouble. You guys are gonna get in trouble. And I'm like, dad, it, just, it was a mistake. I'll never do it again. I'll ask before. You should ask where they're from. Now I have my, what time zone are you from? And they'll be BBC, whatever. And I'm like, oh, British. Okay. So, yeah. So, um, talk about your uh, your TikTok because that's like your big thing. Oh God, I you know I never had a TikTok until well, I did have a TikTok that came before, but I just never, I don't know, I never got into it really. Um, but because WWE launched their uh, ring announcer um, search on TikTok, I, you know, obviously created a TikTok account and started uploading my uh, ring announcing videos on TikTok. And I've been really promoting, you know, for, for people to like my videos. I don't think WWE would go by the amount of likes, but I think it just helps to kind of like boost my videos performance on TikTok. So that way, when they're searching, you know, submissions on hashtag WWE announcer contest, my my video is not like buried, like you know, uh, somewhere in the TikTok world. But um, yeah, I've mostly posted uh, my ring announcing videos, the ones where I would do duets with, um, like one would be my myself, and then the other side of the screen would be Edge, for example. It's actually really cool. I had never tried ring announcing like John Cena's name Edge until this TikTok contest. I've only done it for uh the independent uh scene here in Southern California. And it's so cool to actually just be able to do it. I mean to announce John Cena's name. I mean like this is like crazy. This is what more than t- the math is correct. Yes, more than ten years ago, um, and just to be able to actually just announce his name like in a video and him coming out in the video, I was already you know in my head. Oh my god, I was able to actually say John Cena's name 
And I actually liked how the way I sounded. <laughs> so I was like happy about it. Um, so it's a great opportunity for me to also know that, oh, you know what? I can actually announce a WWE wrestler's name. That's great. And now you could add that to your list of awesomeness. When the show is done, you could go and I don't know if you could do it or Geek could do it. Make the clip of you doing your our announcement. He could oh. send it to me and you could post that on your TikTok. Hell yeah. Or I could send it to NYWC also. Yes. Oh, yeah. Send that to NYWC and you never know. We could be going to a show one day and you'll be like, Guess where I am, guys? And there's a picture of NYWC logo in the background. We're like, oh my God, she's here. Pizza time. Yeah, it's craziest to where, um, you know, this journey of my love for professional wrestling took me. Um, like I said, my original goal was, you know, to become a wrestling manager. Um, my gimmick on my YouTube channel before I uploaded some videos of, Myself as Oscar's manager, and I saw that. I saw yeah. those videos. I saw those. Those videos. are good. Those are really good as Oscar's yeah. manager. I was like, and it's crazy as to how I never envisioned myself as a ring announcer, and it just happened by accident. And now it's like, you know, people associate me with with that, you know, job, you know, in the in the wrestling scene, which is really really cool. Um, cause to me, it's like, I never, I never stuck with the whole idea of, I just want to be a, a wrestling manager. No, I was open with, you know what, whatever I can do. I just want to be a part of this, this, this show. Like you, oh, I can't be a ring, um, uh, manager yet. Cool. That's fine. What else can I do? Um, which is, you know, what led me to discovering that I can apparently ring announce. I, I actually can't believe when I watch my videos. I don't think it's me. <laughs> it's weird. I, I don't think it's me. But that's definitely going to be a clip on uh, the intro. Is definitely going to be a clip. So I'm going to make sure I make it. So yes, please. Yeah. I want to be able to post that on the the because one of my the one I made with at the store. I never thought my TikToks would get that many views. It actually got. Did it get on the? Oh God, no! It got five. Uh, I didn't have the slash yet, but it has five, three, eight, seven in the views. Oh, wow. So it's 587 views. Wait, I'll have to send a number later. It's it's getting up there, sort of. But on Instagram, that same video with me doing the uh, thing for my uh, dad, my, the, the store, got 4,254 views. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Within an hour, Rena. It, it's weird as to, like, sometimes you post content, and next thing you know, a lot of people actually, you know, ended up watching it. Like, sometimes yeah. it's just about putting yourself out there. Uh, I remember I was really uh, shy about, you know, posting, like, you know, my thoughts about wrestling or my wrestling manager videos. and But then, because I was, like, in my head, well, who's going to watch this, you know? And then, you know, to your point, it's like, you know, someone out there will watch it. And then next thing you know, you have like so many views. And next thing you know, uh, you're not just posting it on Instagram. You're also posting it on other social media platforms. So, yeah. and the thing is, those platforms are free to post anyway. So why not? 
Yeah, exactly. You know, we, um, we had our very first clip that went on the dudes at now well, wasn't. It? Oh, it's, it's our buddy Thunderfeet, another fellow of the jump in the geeks car and go to NYWC shows. <laughs> buddy from college, he's a, he loves wrestling. He loves deathmatch wrestling, and he just loves wrestling like us. He he loves it. Like his, that's his. He's one of these. He's a big dude, and he loves. He, he's super. One of the coolest and funny. Oh my god! Thunderfeet could say something, and most people wouldn't laugh. He says certain things that is just you fall down laughing. <laughs> it's one of these people that he he just says random stuff that is just so funny that you're just like, what? Are you kidding me? Like. Me and him had this weird, funny moment. He's going to get mad at me. We went to a deli. We were ordering food. And he looked at me and just said, banana sandwiches. And let's just say someone got really mad at him. And we had to leave the whole beat. We had to leave the the location because somebody got a little butt hurt about him saying banana sandwiches. Mm -hmm. I know the story very well. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna cut it out. I'm getting mad at me. But it was over something. It, it, it was really. It was banana, banana sandwiches. Sandwich. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> Joe, you, you should get a banana sandwich, right? It right there. We were ordering like Italian combos and gonna get sodas, and he just looked at me and said banana sandwiches, like, and it's a joke because he's goofy. And the the boyfriend was so mad. Over something stupid is that? Just saying banana sandwich. <laughs> you got if, if you want, we can tell you a- after the show is over. Okay. Where I lived, where we lived, was not a good area. But it was like scary. But it was. Oh, oh Thunderfeet just actually said what happened. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. But that he was, was not bad. Huh? It was like a misunderstanding. He didn't even like. He wasn't because the person did had barely any teeth. So it was just. <laughs> I was just like, "What? My sandwich is not what? Is it? Oh, it's free now. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So where do you see yourself in about like five to ten years? Five to ten years. Wow. I. I see myself in a major wrestling promotion, um, you know, as a, well, five years would probably be ring announcing, 10 years would be uh, as a wrestling manager. Um, you know, I, I remember telling my husband, hey, um, I need to pursue, I'm old by the way, I'm like 32, turning 33. <laughs> 38. <laughs> <laughs> But no, like to me, it's like, you know, um, I just told my husband, I was like, hey, I owe this to myself. Uh, This is a dream that never died in my heart. And, um, you know, I I need to give myself the chance to pursue it. And, you know, give me like a few years to try it. And, you know, at least I know I gave it a shot. And no matter what, whatever happens here, you know, I, I, I know I did my part. I pursued it. And, you know. We can just go from there. Um, for me, um, I didn't think that I would get, you know, these opportunities that I have right now in the local scene um, to ring announce and to do interviews. And 
I want to take that experience and bring it to the next level, whether it be, you know, WWE, AEW or Impact or other wrestling, major wrestling promotions out there. Um, because to me, again, I see it as like the end goal. And, and to me, honestly, it's the challenge that I want to put myself on. Basically, it's like, all right, you checked off these boxes. Now, can you handle that big stage? And, you know, to me, in my head, I can. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, and I will. Um, and, and, and that's where, you know, I want to be, you know, a few years from now, just that big stage. I see it. And I don't know if, if um, this is just me, uh, because I love, you know, I really want to pursue my dream so bad. I can visually see it in my head, it happening that, you know, I'll be at that big stage, like, you know, announcing, um, you know, or, or being a wrestling manager like Paul Heyman. I see it in my head, and um, and I know one day it will happen. Um, like I said, whether it be WWE, AEW, or a different wrestling promotion, I know someday a few years from now it will happen. Hmm. And Paul Heyman's a big – he is a big, like, person to get in the business to – if you can get to talk to him – Apparently, he gives a lot of good in like, I guess, what's the what's the word geek in, uh, inspiration. He gives a, a lot of good words of wisdom advice too. Yeah, he gives yeah. A, he gives a lot of good advice, Paul Heyman. To everyone, to everyone, doesn't matter yeah. who you are, he will give you good good advice because the man's been in the business for like years, like WCW Golden Era when he was the manager of the um uh, the team he did with uh. Stone Cold, and he was, he's been, the man has managed so many legends, if you think about it. He managed Stone Cold. He managed Ravishing Rick Rude. He managed, um, oh, there's so many names. It's like. The old DCW, forget that one. Yeah, I was, I was going to, I was building, I get, bringing it out, <laughs> I was building, I was building my, 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 my cloud of, uh, awesome people he has managed like to hit that that wall of fame like all the faces he's managed like would could make a mount rushmore of heels that that made the business what they are the stone colds the rick rudes oh my gosh like so many he his stable the stable he was part of i forgot the name of the stable he was part of but the stable like if you're an old WCW fan, you think of that stable and you go, geez. They had, I think they had almost every boat. Rick Rude was the world champion. Um, Stone Cold was the United States or the television champion. And I think he even had the tag team titles in that stable too. But yeah, if you ever get a chance to speak, speak to Paul Heyman, just like pick his brain about managing, about stuff like that. How to do this? But what should I do that? How do I approach it? Just you get you always got to pick from the 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 tree of Haman. <laughs> I mean, hopefully, hopefully, I get my ticket. You know, by winning this uh, WWE announcer contest, and I get the opportunity to uh, actually finally meet Paul Heyman and actually you know speak with him because I, I I totally agree with you with. You know, this with Paul Heyman being so experienced in the business and he, 
you know, can offer a lot of advice and just be that mentor basically to, you know, people who want to succeed in the business. So hopefully any of my TikTok videos would punch my ticket to win this contest. <laughs> One thing, don't forget us. If yeah. you made it to oh. WWE, yeah. please. We want to be your first interview as the announcer. We want you to come yeah. back and be like, we could do our celebration for you on here. Pizza party. <laughs> yes. I'll have to order some pizza and like, or get some, get some leftover pizza and just eat yeah. it here. Or tacos. <laughs> or tacos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, want, we want to thank you so much for coming on, by the way. Thank oh. you so much, man. Thank you for coming on. It's... It's so awesome. We're so glad. And um, I was leading up. I was building on to this one. I was like, oh, my gosh. We're having a ring announcer on our podcast. We have – I think – isn't she our third ring announcer? Our second. Our second ring. You're our second ring announcer on Dudes wow. at Ringside. Yeah. Do, do, you know, do you know Jason Lennick or uh... – Jason who? Jason Lennick. Mm. For some reason, the name sounds familiar. He's a, he's a, lo he's a local. He's a local independent. He used to uh, bring announcer for NYWC. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, actually, having later in the months, we're having Larry Legend. In the show. Yeah. 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 He was he ring announced for Ring of Honor, and he also yeah. ring from other places too. NYWC. NYWC um, or ROH. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. I don't know if he was a ring announcer for ROH. I think he was more of a, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a host? Yeah. Like, yeah, like he, an MC? Like, like a host. Yeah, like, like, like an MC. Yeah, yeah. Like a host, yeah. The one I want to get from Ring of Honor, but she never answers her DMs. I want to get, what's her name? The one that, uh, Quinn McKay. Oh, I forgot her name. Um, I mean, no, on Instagram. I was just trying to think of her username on Instagram. She's real Quinn McKay, yeah. Yeah. Did you start wrestling, too? Yeah, yeah, she's doing, I guess, we got. She is wrestling. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Jesse. CZW as well. He did CZW as well. Yeah. Larry Legend did CZW as well. When he he asked us to come on the podcast, I think that's when Mod, I think Dude became, Geek became one of the mods. I think was that when he accepted Geek? Yeah. Oh my God, Geek lost his mind. Oh my God, <laughs> who? Larry Legend. We're having a singer? No, Joe. Larry Legend. <laughs> oh, the dude that looks like Steve Urkel because <laughs> of the jacket and stuff like that. He's like, "Good job, Joe." I'm like, <laughs> so yeah. Um. Thank you so much for coming, uh, choosing us and coming on our podcast. We will definitely name drop you to all the promotions that, um, that are coming on. We actually are having an all-women's promotion coming on our podcast later in the months. Oh, wow. Called Liberty Pro Wrestling. So would you mind if we name drop them to you? Well, your oh, name yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. They're from Alabama. They're an Alabama promotion. Okay. Okay. Hey, I am open to any possibilities. So, yeah. All right. cool. a fun, you know, experience for me. What, Rain, where can anybody find you? Just so we know. Yeah. So you guys can find me on Instagram, 
on TikTok and on YouTube at Ringside Rain. That's Rain with an E, R-A-I-N-E. All right. And thank you so much for coming on, by the way. Joe, do you got anything else? Or, uh... um, thank you again, Ringside Rain. Um, thank you for doing the intro for us. That was amazing. That was awesome, that was awesome by the way. Rested, re- rested my neck from popping out of its socket, doing my hand, my, my wavy uh, arm thing I always do. Um, no, I got to catch you guys on YouTube. I, I don't know if I've done that yet, but I've, I know I clicked it from your page, so I got to see this wavy thing that you're doing. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I go crazy. Sometimes I'm like, my whole little intro when I introduce Geek, I'm like, we are the internationally known. <laughs> oh, it's like this. It's like, hello there, wrestling fans. And welcome to the internationally known Dudes at Ringside Podcast. <laughs> you, nailed you nailed it. You nailed it the way you did it. I you just say, is that, what's going on, Ringside Crew? He calls them the Ringside Crew. Because that's what they, yeah. But they are, but that's our fans. That's what we call them, the ringside crew. It's like me and Geek are sitting by the ringside area in our little VIP section, of course. <laughs> Look at you guys, VIP. Pizza <laughs> and tacos sitting in between us as we're stuffing oh. our faces. And the mod sitting on the other side on her phone modding. It's like the cartoon <laughs> drawing of us. The back of our heads used to see my hat and Geek's puffy hair. And it's just the pizza and tacos on the floor, crushed, <laughs> like like crust and tacos and shells on the ground. <laughs> Picture instantly. I can just see it now. <laughs> and there's another goofy. I got to get someone to draw this picture. Because, yeah, we're booked to 2022 now. So Geek says it like this. I do that. I say this. You see a door. And it's us sitting on the opposite side of the door with the microphones sitting there all ready to go. And every time the bell dings, the door opens, the guest comes in and sits down, we do an interview, and then they walk through the studio and leave. So it's like we have guests, different types of guests every week. Mm. Like we have you today, and then on one Thursday, we have the Crusher. Okay. wrestler. Have you ever heard of the Crusher? Uh, Crusher, no. Yeah, she, she uh, she's cool. And this Friday we have a wrestler. I guess he's from the West Coast. But then this is the a big interview we're having. We're having Jesse Haas, Tito Santana's daughter. Oh wow, that's amazing. Yes, I can't wait. I can't this wait. Friday. Yes, this Friday we're, we're we're meeting and greeting Tito Santana's daughter, and me and Tito Santana's daughter, you know, are six. What is the word? Six of separation. As my mom said in the car, what is it? Something of six, something of separation. What is that? Um, what's that word? Oh my God, I said it before. I said it to Geek like earlier. What is that word? Six six degrees. We're six degrees of separation, me and Jesse Haas. Seeing my grand my cousin, Pete Sanchez, he wrestled in that era when he, her dad wrestled, and my cousin wrestled Tito. I watched the match. Wow. I watched the match. And I was like, 
oh my god, my grandfather, my, my cousin was a jobber, but oh my god. My cousin wrestled him, wrestled her daddy. Whoa. And she's just getting into the business. Yeah. Wow. That's really cool. And so you guys do your podcast Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays then? Uh, Mondays, yeah. Thursdays, and Fridays. Oh, Thursdays and Fridays. Okay. Thursdays is kind of like our holiday hours, but it extended into September. <laughs> like, oh. like, like, it kind of like Joe kind of got excited and kept pushing the button, the fun button. Mm -hmm. I was like, we were doing, we were originally doing like one on Friday, uh -huh. but, but I think Joe messed up and booked two people the same day and say, oh, okay, like, there's a, <laughs> okay, this person canceled. Okay, this person canceled. Let's book this person now. <laughs> it's like he makes fun of me. If he can get the meme on the screen, it's Stewie Griffin nervous, like rocking back and forth. Like, oh no, you can't. Oh no. Yeah, that's me. That's totally me. Stewie Griffin. This, this person canceled. So then he jumps the gun, and then the person comes back and says, It's like, what are we doing the show? I'll be like, You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> we have a female wrestler that actually we were supposed to have her on a certain day and I thought she was gone and who was it? Was it last week or week before that geek that somebody no, we're talking about months ago? We were talking about this months ago. Did you double book something? Yeah. Oh, it was the one I went to go to your house. No, it was it was before that. I'm no, no, he wanted to kill me, Rain. He wanted to oh, kill me. God. What? <laughs> I kept booking people from when I was going to his house. We had four so, interviews in one day. One every, well, one almost every hour or every two hours. He wanted to kill me. <laughs> he was going <laughs> to kill me. It was like... I was ready literally to rip the sticker off the wall. So I was like, and, okay, and then I, I, I said, I'm gonna go hardcore style. I'm gonna put tax behind the logo. <laughs> and you try to grab it off. Ow! <laughs> was on that. Watched your hands there, sir. Was that barbed wire? <laughs> go hard. I'm gonna go like, what's his name? Uh, so here we go. This is my last question for you. Mm -hmm. So you're the ring announcer and commentator. Would you ever thought about going in to be like? Like kind of like Quinn McKay and get some training and try to trick the wrestlers. I want to challenge you to a match and then just do one match. I'm open to that idea. I actually uh, want to learn how to um, like the basics, basically basics, basically. I want to learn like the basics of, uh, you know, getting the bumps and uh, do a few moves here and there. Um, Cause again, a part of uh, what I want to be is a wrestling manager. So kind of like how Vicky Guerrero would, you know, get like bumps here and there gotcha. like that. or like how Stephanie McMahon would be in a match every now and then. So something like that. So yeah. I really am open with um, actually wrestling, but not like on a weekly basis. No, handle <laughs> no way. You'll be, I'll be seeing you with the, 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 the big neck brace. Guys, you said you wanted me to be a wrestler. <laughs> and look what you do to me, Joe. Metal Giga me. Geek says geek. He's always said geeks mean. You guys are both mean. You got me hurt. <laughs> Put a little neck braces on your birds. See, like, look at just like me. <laughs> but yeah, so that's gonna be something you know, maybe in the works, like a few years from now. So yeah, 
that's what I was wondering. I'm like, are most wrestlers all are trained? You know what I mean? Like, I think I everyone. Like, I think everyone's trained, Joe. I think the referees are even trained to take a bump because they there's always a ref bump every now and then. Mm-hmm. So the wrestlers, I mean, the refs have to be trained as well. Yeah, they have to be. If they're not, then like, what if something happens? Like, you're doing a, you're doing it, you're in the ring, and like you're doing, you're announcing, and a wrestler is just like old school style again. Ultimate Warrior comes flying back and forth and accidentally takes out poor Howard Finkel because I noticed that. Howard Finkel, anytime, anytime Ultimate Warrior come in the ring, he would fly out of that ring so fast. You thought that the ring was on fire. Like I know there must be like moments where certain wrestlers come in the ring, doing their whole thing when they come in the ring, all fired up, going back and forth. You're like, oh my god, I gotta get out of this ring. Has that had that moment happened yet? For me? Yeah, for you. Um. Ah, uh, I guess like oh, the the surprise interruptions. I just don't know sometimes what's gonna happen, so I'm just always kind of like prepared. I mean, there was this one time we're in. Um, I literally just announced someone in, like they started the brawl right away, and I was like, I don't know what's gonna happen. I need to find my way out, and I think they are aware too of me being in the ring too, so they kind of like stay out of my way. But um, you know. Being like getting up, taking a bump, like up to this point, that hasn't happened yet. Which I think maybe after I have done some trainings, maybe that will be a possibility. I don't mind. Um, but yeah, that is something that I think, um, you know, maybe once uh, we're all kind of under on the same page of yes, I know how to, you know, you know, take a bump and. They they would feel comfortable and I would feel comfortable too. Yeah, because we all want to be safe at the end of the day, you know. Oh yeah, you got to be safe with the wrestling business. You yeah. can't just go and then be like, "I'm gonna do a match." Two hours later, <laughs> I well did did I win? Did I win? What's this? What's this funny stuff, Batman? Knows you got knocked out after one hit. What? <laughs> you know what I mean, like. That's why they always used to say back in the early 2000s, don't try this at home. And these kids yep. are going home and jumping through like, <laughs> jumping through like two tables. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Yeah. How come we don't have that message anymore before we start a wrestling show? Yeah. <laughs> what are we that message? Did Vince forget? Like, <laughs> don't try us at home. Yeah. Yeah, but yet, they would play that, yet, College Joe. Told geek lay on his bed. I'm gonna get on the edge of the bed, and it's gonna be fine. Your bed won't collapse. I jumped on the edge of the bed, and I jumped in the air. Geek's like, all this thunder's coming down on me. I'm gonna move, and he rolled off the bed, and I hit his bed with all the force of the world on my 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 gun show, wah wah, and my head. I hit that bed with like Macho Man, like hitting DDP in the chest. The bed just went boom. Oh, his, his bed went college sideways. I didn't think the bed was gonna go anywhere. I thought the bed would, the springs would stop me. This bed went boom. <laughs> I was like, Joe, we were supposed to end the show 
about maybe a half hour ago. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> this is what happens. It rants, it rambles. Yeah. No, no offense, Rain, rain but if uh, I don't tell Joe to shut up, he'll go till two o'clock in the morning. I, would. I, I don't think we'll need that. <laughs> I wanted to come back. I was just, I was just talking. Me. No, it's really fun. Like I enjoyed uh, talking to you guys. So thank you for having me. It's it's really it's really a pleasure. I appreciate it. Thank you. We want to thank you so much for taking spread it the words to your promotion and tell your the owner about us. We would love to have him on the show. Yeah. Um, any of your other female wrestlers from your promotion name drop us. We'll definitely okay. have them come on. Like, yeah. I'll definitely uh, spread the word because you know I. It'll be nice for you guys to also talk to you know the the men and women that I work with um, in the wrestling business or in my promotions because they are all talented and I, they'd love to be a part of your show. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Thank so, you so much. much. All right. Bye. Thank you, Rena. Thank you, guys. Bye. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good afternoon. Good night. <laughs> Bye. Take care. Wow, that was an awesome interview, Joe. That was right. fun. That was lots of fun. Sorry, oh. rambling. I just, I, I, I you like kept that. rambling, and it's like, uh, do I let this go on, or what do I do here? You know, he, people support support your little panther. Like he, like he, the, the metal geek gets a little mean sometimes. So just gotta you, support. It means support poor old geek over here. Joe's the Joe's the heel of the show. You should what know are you that. About? I'm little little me. I'm little old me. I'm the heel. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm a good boy. I'm not mean. <laughs> he's the he's the bad guy. He's trying to throw me through the barbershop window. I don't know what he's talking about. All right, so, Joe. Um, don't forget to support your local indies. Go check out some. You know, go on check out her TikToks. They're really funny, and she does a lot of cool intros with the wrestlers. Go on Pro Wrestling Tees and pick up your wrestling shirts today for anybody that you love, any of the indie wrestlers. No, don't do the WWE ones. Go get the indie ones because they need it more than the WWE guys. Geek, check it out. Uh, say, say your goodbyes, and then I'll do my fun stuff. All right, so I, I want to thank Rain for com- Ringside Rain for coming on tonight. Um Get your tickets to Scars and Stripes. It's this Saturday, guys. Remember, this Saturday. What? This Saturday. Scars and Stripes is this Saturday. And uh, if we can pull up the poster right there. There's the poster right there. Scars and Stripes, August 14th, right there. This Saturday, uh, 7 p.m. bell time. Remember. And we actually, Joe, I actually have a surprise for you. Um, Okay. We're going to do a little prediction show. Mm. Do you want to do a prediction show right now? Uh, uh, sure, no problem. It's all but don't take five minutes, you know. All right. all right. So we got we got Jaden Vallo versus Sal Savini. Who do you got? Um, I think I think we watched them both perform two weeks ago. So I like uh, I like I, Sal. I like Jaden. I think Jaden's got all the potential in the world to win. You know? Yeah. But they're but they're both great. That's going to be a fun match. They both tagged together in uh, at the Summer of Love in the main event. It was a freaking awesome match. So um, 
What's the next one? We got um, Aiden Aiden Ball versus uh, Jordan uh, Rodana. Um, I'm going to go for the other guy with the cool shirt. <laughs> I'm going to go with Aiden. Yeah, I don't, I don't, Jordan was, that was, that was the guy that challenged the, uh, to Rex for the belt, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Why is he dressed like, why is he dressed like Urban R. Shyster? <laughs> but who do you got though? I like the dude with the rocker guy. He was cool. I liked his gimmick last time. He was like tough and raw. All right. We got this match. We got Christian Nunez and and Mouse versus Dirty Deeds. Who do you got, Joe? I like I like Mouse and uh, Christian. I, I got I like, them. Winning. I I like Mouse too, but I feel like Dirty Deeds is going to win for some reason. I'm a fan of the heels. Yeah, I yeah. think they're pulling them. I I think they're trying to uh, plug them. I guess not plug them. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like kind of push them. I think they. Yeah, I I, I like how my Mouse is getting pushed up. And they showed, but Dirty Deeds, I think they're trying to push them for yeah. a title. Uh-huh. So, Dirty Deeds. Dirty, Dirty Deeds for the win. Uh, squash match. And the matches that's going to steal the show. It's going to be Man Bun Jesus versus Dan Barry, which should be absolutely amazing. You didn't say it the right way. The NYWC return for Dan the, Barry. The NYWC return of Dan Barry, which is this Saturday. So, who you got, Joe? Um, we can't say we, we well, Dan Barry is cool because he's part of our alumni of NYWC that we saw all those years. But come on, a friend of the podcast, Mr. Man Bun, Man Bun Jesus. Is that I'm saying? going Man Bun Jesus too because that's our we, friend. You yeah, can't do a, that to our friend. Not only is it our friend, he's the future right there. You know? I could see him going to AEW. I can really see him going to AEW. Don't go and, to AEW. Don't, don't, like I said. Man, Bum, Jesus, don't go to AEW till you do our podcast, please, because we don't want you to be sending us. Oh, the- no, we don't want you to do uh, uh, go to AEW and say, guys, I'm sorry, I can't do the podcast today. <laughs> I charge, I charge 15 quid. <laughs> yeah, and another great match right now: Mike Magnum versus Starving Artist versus Greek God Papadon. What do you got? Um, it's weird. I don't want to see Starving Artists win, but we have another friend of the podcast. It's a, it's the Greek God. It's, it's Papadon. And the main event, Joe. Here comes the, the steel, main event. The, the steel cage match. Who do you got? We got Rex and Milk Milk Chocolate versus Michael Mistrata and Audacity. In a six I have a Rex and Milk Chocolate. Me too, right? The audacity, I as you said to this, it's, um, I think that they're building this that match Rex and um, what's his name for the next NYWC show title versus title. I said that I did tell you that earlier today. That's You're saying I, that I think that I think that may happen. I think that's the other thing happens. I noticed, and if the owner of NYWC is still watching, you know, um, we didn't see anything with. Tina San Antonio. No. Is is there something that is going on with that? Is there a women's title match this Saturday or uh Yeah. That's what I want to know. Nothing's been announced, right? Because don't forget the August what is it? What is it? Oh, August 26th, we're actually having Tina San Antonio. 
the NYWC Women's Champion. Oh, I said the belt name wrong. Scarlet. The Scarlet. NYWC Scarlet, Scarlet Women's Champion. champion. No, it's this. You said it wrong again. It's the Scarlet Champion. So we gotta hear, when she comes on, we have to ask her the history of that belt. Because mm-hmm. we don't remember a title like that in when we were when we were, when we well when we were, go to the shows. Mm-hmm. I don't. I remember seeing a championship belt for women, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, geek, do you want to send us off? Yeah, I'll say our goodbyes right now, and I'm just gonna say that remember. You can always donate to us at http streamlabs.com slash dudes at ringside. http streamlabs.com slash dudes at ringside. And Joe? Well, I would like to thank Ringside Rain. I like to thank NYWC for always being there for us for our sanity. And don't forget to talk about, check out the show this weekend. Make sure you go there and check check and say um, bye, Thunderfeet. Don't forget to say um Say hi to the, to Metal Geek and uh, Mod Queen this weekend at the show. Go hang out with them, ask them for stickers, hound them, and harass them. Um, <laughs> be there, family obligations. Um, but definitely go check out NYWC on Long Island if you're there. Show starts at 7 p.m. They always bring out down the house. Their their shows are phenomenal. Um, I always suggest him to anybody. And thank you to my grandfather, thank you to my cousin, and thank you to my uncle's godfather for lighting the way for all Latino wrestlers. We will see you on Thursday for The Crusher. Good night, everyone.